All right, good morning. Um, we are still in the syllabus part. So shout out to all the people that uh, found out about this on Instagram last night and decided to join in. Uh, feel free to jump right on in, but be sure to go back and listen to yesterday. It's really going to be important for you just to get a full orbed picture of what it is that we're trying to do. All right. Day two of the syllabus, the orientation, the big takeaway that I want you to leave with today is this. Um, worship is a response to beauty. When somebody sees something beautiful, uh, the instinct or the reflex of their heart is to worship. If you're a basketball fan and you see somebody get dunked on, nobody has to instruct you uh, what to do. You just stand up and there's a reflex that goes on inside of you. Um, if you're a uh, yeah, Beyonce fan, like, you know, 90% of people in the world and there's something that she does that's amazing. Something inside of you just responds to that beauty. That's what beauty does. It uh, invokes uh, worship or just praise inside of us. And that's what we want to do as we approach God's word. Uh, we don't want to leave any beauty on the table. So part of what we're trying to do in the course of this next year is to help you see or uncover the beauty in God's word. You hit on a few good things, man. Um, the beauty part. So yeah. uh, Tim Keller famously says, uh, uh, "Religion wants you to see God as useful, but mm. Christianity wants you to see God as beautiful." Yeah. And I think that's that's one of the big things that um, really opened up the Bible for me. Uh, when after I became a believer, I thought, like you said, like mo most of us do, oh, the Bible is about just man, right? About us, about right. what we need to do. How do I need to live right before God? But the actual truth of the matter is that when we see that it's not even about us, it's about someone so much bigger, the supreme being of the universe, God himself, um, those things are thrown in as well, right? right. Like those extras we're kind of looking for are thrown in as well when our aim is something such, uh, something uh, much more bigger and beautiful. Right. And so, yeah, like I think the, the goal for us is for you to see God as beautiful and that to lead you to worship. Right, right. Like if you read the Psalms over and over, he just talks about God being this beautiful big being and that leads him to pour out his heart in worship. Right. Right. And so that's our goal. It's not just, yeah, like you could easily go to so many podcasts for motivation, right? right or, yeah. or self help. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. at the end of the day, like that doesn't bring about lasting and eternal change. Right. So yeah. that's that's kind of where we're going with that as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. Um and I just want you to know, right, mm -hmm. there are parts in the Bible that are very, very clear and easy to understand. Yep. There are parts in the Bible that feel very dry and hard to understand, right? Yes. So yes. what we're trying to do is we're trying to extract the goodness of God out of it, right? So um, mm -hmm. it's like when we get into... Numbers and mm -hmm. Leviticus, or mm -hmm. even the construction of the temple at the end of Exodus. Exodus, yeah. right? Uh, what the goal of this time would be is, all right, yo, all right, I know you just spent four chapters, right, reading about what to do with people that are lepers or people that have yeah. boils or right. all of this stuff, right? And often when we go through Bible reading projects on our own, we kind of read for, for the day. We check the box off of the list mm. and we walk away and say, yo, I have no clue what I read or why that's important or right. that's useful. Yeah. Um, 
what we want to do here is just to say, all right, yo, in eight minutes, here's how this points to the beauty of God. So, yeah, yeah. So that's our goal. So what that means is that um, we're not going to hit every nook and cranny of the Bible, mm. uh, but it's still useful to engage, right? To engage with some of it well is better than to engage with a whole host of things not well yeah. or none of it at all. And yeah. so we're just trying to do do something well. Yeah, I, I can't remember who said it, but uh, he said, uh, and I'm going to define what I mean. <laughs> he says that uh, all humans are all, yeah, all humans uh, live and behave theologically. Right. So he's saying... Uh, theology just means God thoughts, right? The study of yeah. God. And so he's saying we, we're living our lives based on what we believe about God, right? Yeah. And so for us, what, what, what we realize is as we live life is that we have some very bad beliefs about God, some wrong beliefs about God and some wrong beliefs about his world. And so I think one of the good things about, um, like John said, not just picking our favorite passages, right. but going through the Bible as a whole, you get to be corrected, yeah. right? You get to be corrected um, in ways that you wouldn't have been if you just picked cherry verses. And I, and I remember um, one thinker who said that um, uh, the Bible is like the corrective lenses that we get to look at God's world, mm. essentially. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so we won't even understand how to, and not saying we always get it right, even after you know coming yeah. to scripture, but it, it will even be a lot harder if we didn't have our lenses on, yeah. right? When yeah. we try to interpret and make sense of the times we're in, right. especially in a day like, yeah, today. Uh, that's good. So, yeah. 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 I started wearing glasses in the fourth grade. Uh, yeah. So right now it's, uh, uh, <laughs> um, I wear contacts, but I'm like blind without them, right? Mm. So whenever we go to the eye doctor, uh, I take them out and I sit down in the chair and they say, all right, tell me what line you can read and right. and i say yo really i can't read any of them i know <laughs> the big one is the e because you always have an e up top yeah but i can't read any of them yeah and then as they put the like yo it's one or two better one or two one mm -hmm. or two uh i see things better and then i come out with a prescription yeah and when i put that prescription right in front of my eyes right the first thing i do i wake up and I put those on so that I can make sense of the world and not bump into things. And that's what we're trying to do each day. Like, yo, God has provided you a prescription to be able to see things. So first thing in the morning, get up, put, your, put them on. Lenses on. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and like, we've all had the experience where when we're consistent and we get up and yeah. we read God's word, man, then we find ourselves in a scenario at some point in the day to which the truth of what we read apply. Like, yo, yeah. I was just reading Be man. Angry and Do Not Sin. <laughs> and look at this man coming over. I got a over. chance to be angry <laughs> and sin. <laughs> right. So that's our hope that each morning would feel like a prescription. Yeah. Um, and I, I even want to like, as much as possible, give, yeah, biblical uh, just... Right foregrounded for what we say so like uh second timothy second timothy uh 316 says that all scripture is inspired by god and it's profitable 
for teaching. It says all scripture. That means First Chronicles and Second Chronicles as well. Uh, it is profitable for teaching, for rebuking, for correcting, for training in righteousness. Right. And so it's not just that, um, yeah, like like we said before, it's not just that our favorite books are the most helpful, right? right. All of God's scripture yeah. helps us to live and be more like Jesus. So, yeah. yeah. 